0: it's rocky sometimes because of me because i'm always making excuses or things i don't like and it's like why can't you fix that part you know and i fucking get so mad dog and i'm just like why am i getting out of character if somebody don't want to change for you let it be you do the changing you lead by example as a man if you lead if they don't follow that's their loss But if you do what you're supposed to do and do the right thing in your household financially, um, helping out around the house, going to work, and doing your man duties as a father, as a partner, there shouldn't be no excuse. Whatever you ask, you shall receive.
1: Welcome to Get Busy Living. So, before we get into today's episode, it's going to be phenomenal because he's already proven that everyone loves him, but I want to talk about a couple sponsors here real quick. Trainingmask.com. You've heard me talk about him before. I'm going to give my man Cisco a training mask here because he's going to really love the benefit of what you get when you use a training mask. You train your breathing muscles. Most people don't think about this. It's a mask that you put on your face that you breathe through resistance, friction with a valve or something else. There's even filtered ones. But head over to trainingmask.com and check it out because you know all these people are going to the gym these days and carrying gym bags. I always wonder what's in there. If you don't have a training mask in (laughs) your gym bag, you need one. So use the code Uh, CLARK and save. Another sponsor we have is Vitos Lifestyle. A bunch of other stuff you could also put in your gym bag. Bands and like they have kettlebells not that you would put that in your gym bag but accessories for the home so you can basically build a home gym just by going to vitoslifestyle.com using the code clark and just go there and check all that out so anyway i got my man francisco ortega cisco back in the building today brother That's everyone so cool. loves
0: you man thank you clark
1: um, but you know who loves you the most me, ah. <laughs> I, and and I promised you something a while ago. yes, and here it is. straight off my back. it's a t-shirt, CBX. it's it's the only one of its kind. It's got the two logos on the sleeves, the five lifestyle principles and the maximized man logo, and that's what you are, in my opinion, a maximized man. Someone who's gone through some stuff came out the other side and is now getting busy living. That's what you're doing.
0: Man, Clark, thank you. I appreciate you. I was either surprised. I was like, man, we're doing this again. Let's get it in, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We're doing it again. Man.
1: Just so you know, your episodes got more views than anyone else. I mean, even me by myself. So there's something that you were saying that people resonated with. Yeah. I believe, personally, it's the authenticity. It's the realness. And we were just having this conversation offline. Yeah. How... There aren't a lot of people like that in the world.
0: No, hell no. Hell nah. Everybody tries and follow the leader, you know? Like they fake the funk and put this persona of something they're not on camera. Right. When I just tell you how it is, you tell me how it is, and we always kick the shit like how it is. Nowadays people trying to be something they're not, and it only goes so far till it hits the fan, you know? And you're just like, I thought you said you were this. That means you were faking the whole time, you know? And it takes a little longer for us because we're doing it independently, you know? And that's that's real, though. Independently, it might take a little longer, but we're going to get there.
1: So independently right now, tell me, scoot that in a little bit more because I want to make sure people are hearing exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So you're on your own now. You've been released from being locked up right it's been a while it's been a couple years now
0: it's been two and a half years clark two and a half years is
1: this the longest you've ever stayed
0: longest i ever been out without a violation really last last time i got out right 30 days later i was back in so that's
1: a question i wanted to
0: ask you yeah why do you
1: think people you know the recidivism recidivism rate is so high why do people keep coming back into prison
0: i think is uh most of us get comfortable we get tired and uh We cry for help inside, not on the streets, you know? We give up quickly. Like, oh, we can't live out here. Things get hard. You get stressed. And uh, you go back to what you know. You go back to the neighborhood. You go back to doing drugs. You just put no effort because it's easier in prison, you know? I feel like it is. It's being lazy.
1: So it sounds kind of weak to me. It is weak. And so the thing of like you guys are acting real tough in the streets you're gang members you're yeah. beating people up you're yeah. but at the same time you're like oh it's too hard out here I'm just gonna go get fed
0: yeah and-, and do the stupidest shit you think you can do you know like for me it was cause I was stuck in my addiction so I will go I still went to work every day but I was still getting high every day so I'd get high you know when you're involved in that type of lifestyle you're getting high you're going to the connect You're driving under the influence. You're stopping at two, three in the morning. You're up at four in the morning. You know, driving around. You think you ain't gonna get pulled over? You get pulled over, okay, car license registration, you're on pro. Yes, I'm on pro. Under the influence. Let's go. Violation.
1: Yeah, or or being out after 2 a.m. Come on, man. Enough. Who's
0: who's out at, after 2 a.m., <laughs> dog? No regular man down in the street at 2 a.m. Yeah, you're out looking for something. Come you're on, out looking, looking for, for trouble. A hooker, some <laughs> drugs,
1: some <laughs> trouble, somebody to rob, something,
0: right? Something. Something's about to happen, dog. You know, and it's like it, it's like it gets old. You know, like last time, I'm telling you, I, I got out thirty exactly thirty days later. I'm in San Diego. My PO calls me and goes, hey, I need you to come in. And I was like, I'm working. She goes, Oh, come in Friday. And they violated me because I didn't give them the correct address where I was staying at. I was out 30 days, dog. Were they looking for something to violate you for? That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. But then I was like, dude, what the hell? I've been good for 30 days. Well, what's 30 days, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like over here trying to make an excuse. But uh I lied to them, you know, because I wasn't living where I was living. And I was living in San Diego, but I was using a Riverside address.
1: Okay, well, that's a good reason. So
0: I was trying to scheme them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I am no, i wasn't being honest. So then I'm over here, why are you violating me, you know? I deserved it because she told me, is this your address? I said, yeah. And it wasn't my address because it was to the Is this the house. same
1: PO you have now? No, hell no. Nah. Oh, okay.
0: My PO now is... A gift from God.
1: Yeah. If, if, if Cisco's <laughs> PO is watching, he's always talking about how good you are to him, <laughs> how much he appreciates you. So keep that up. Cause it's keeping this man out, right? And not circling back in. Nah,
0: she's, uh, uh, and she's always like checking my mental health. You know, it's like, you know, before we should think our POs were there to fuck us. And I'm just like, not this time, you know, like the other times, maybe cause I was getting high and still in the mix and doing what I do. So I was always trying to like lay low and portray that I was doing good, but I wasn't, right? And now that I'm doing good, it's like I go to therapy, I go to NAs, you know? And she's always checking, how's your head? How's your head? Like, how's your relationship? How's your girl? How's your kid, you know? How's your other daughter? Like, she puts my family into my mind. Like, she goes, "Have you connected with your daughter? No, why not? If you have to be a punching bag for a daughter right now, be a punching bag. If you have to walk away from this situation, walk away. You're not less of a man, you're not a snitch, you're not this. There's there's protocols, there's uh structure in society. And in her in her mind, she tells me I'm still a baby. And it's the truth. A lot of us are. You know, we're still we're still young in our minds in society, right? Cause we don't know how to adapt cause we still have that mentality of prison. And that's the hard part. Like, you got to learn to adapt.
1: She sounds like a really smart woman, probably Dude. studied psychology at some point
0: in her life. And you know what she calls it? Uh-huh. A mental prison.
1: Well, it is.
0: It's a mental prison dog. Yeah. And it's, it's like, uh, I talk to my girl sometimes and i am like, man, like I just say it in a way, like, is this true? And then I get second opinion, you know? Then I'm like, dude, but you know how, like, as a dad, you're more like, uh, what can I do better as a man? Now that I'm doing good, but it's like I can't catch up with the world yet because I haven't been out here 20 years. And a lot of us, that's how we fuck up. Because we try to move so fast to catch up to everybody. And, oh, that guy has a truck. That guy has a house. That guy has a family. When We want that as well. But we can't do that like this. We got to take our time. First, get your head checked. Get something that's going to stabilize your mind, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? Go to counseling, go to meetings to help you with society. Because if you just come out here, what you're going to do, you're still going to have the the problems in your head, right? Going to the gym ain't going to fix it. You fix your head, go to the gym, fix your insides. Then everything comes together. Everything comes into a triangle, you know? You start interwinding with yourself, and it's a beautiful thing.
1: That's sage advice right there. Mental health is vital for success, and to your point of you get out, you feel like you're behind. You are. So, you need to speed up. So, that answers the question of why do people go back in because, dude, I got to catch up. I got to get the truck. I got to get this. So what do you do? You resort to what you know. I'm going to go slang a little bit of this. I'm going to go steal a little bit of that. I'm going to do it one time, get it real quick, get that truck, get that place, and I'm out. But all eyes are on you. They're looking. They're waiting. And like, I know this fool is going to be out for 30 days. He's going to (laughs) go rob somebody because that's what he does. So we're just going to keep an eye on him and see what happens the minute you get out after two. Like all the signs are there and bam, it's done. It's over with. It's like, man, we're saving you from yourself. Yeah,
0: and and before I should think they were the problem. Everybody was a problem except me, you know. My girl, my kids, man. Why you bitching? Why you talking? You know, like, and at the at the end of the day, nobody was guilty but me. Damn, oh, I'm doing good now. I don't deserve a reward. I still haven't established myself as somebody that's dependable yet. You know. So
1: let's talk about that right there. Yeah, at this stage of your. We'll call it recovery. Yes. Not only from drugs and alcohol, but from going back and repeating the same cycle. Yes. Where do you feel you're at in that process of catching up and getting to the place where you feel like a man? Because that's really what it comes down to.
0: Now? Yeah. Today today. Yeah. Right now, as we say. Yes. All the way across the board. I'm stable. I'm financially okay. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm taking care of my girl. We don't go hungry, dog. We do not go hungry. I'm a union iron worker. Bro,
1: I'm getting chills right
0: now. I'm a union iron worker, dog. It's like, who gets out of prison and says, man, I'm going to sling rods? I'm not slinging dope. I'm slinging rods, man. I'm on, the, I'm on the rod patch with those men huffing and puffing all day long, you know? it's man. you go there with the good mood and you get out in a bad mood, but you know what? That hard ass, not too many men can do that.
1: Yeah, what did you tell me, the, the rebar you were carrying today? Today
0: was 75-foot-long bar, size 11s. We're we we're doing these little, um, we're doing these, like, uh, cages for the water plant. Uh-huh. And it's like, yesterday it was three of us. Today it was five of us. Like, pushing that bar, that's long-ass bar, you know? I seen men take off their two belt at 9 o'clock and says, I can't do this. Really?
1: After I, a couple of them?
0: Yeah, dog. And you're just like, what the hell? Especially when you do a rash slab, like, Size 11, 60 footers, fools will pass out, dog. They're like, so I not So, what can't does that do, do in
1: your brain when you see that? Does that fire you up like, fuck Man, yeah. Yeah, let's go.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, dog, I ain't quitting now. Yeah, we're pushing, homie, you know? And it feels good because, like, damn, you're a union iron worker, dog. Not too many men can say they do that. So, what feels better doing what
1: you just said and basically, you know, having the keys to the, to the, Steel yard or having the keys to the yard yard inside? Which one brings you more?
0: Dude, walking into a, a rod patch and being like, man, I'm a free man. I'm putting a rebar on my shoulder. I don't got to listen to nobody tell me what time I'm going to fucking go to yard, sit in my cell or sit to what time we're going to get released to go do anything. Nobody watching, no chaos. The only chaos is the fucking rods. You know, yeah. if it can't get in there, we're going to get it in there. Figure it out somehow. Somehow then, you know, we got the gym. Right. Our safe haven. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a family right there too, you know?
1: It, you know, when I go in to the gym, that's yeah. the name of our gym. It's called The Gym. That's yeah. where Cisco and I met. It really is a family. Yeah, it is. It's weird. It, it, like I've been in a million gyms. I helped open that gym back in the 90s. But dude, everyone hugs each other, everyone talks, everyone has conversations, but everyone's getting after it.
0: Dog, ain't no gym like the gym. <laughs> For real. I've been to a lot of gyms and like, it's like when I first got there, I met Rachel, right? Yeah. And I never left because of her. Because she's always smiling, she's always joyful, she's always so like, uh, you can tell like when she's good ass people, yeah. everybody there's good. Yep. And everybody they're stacked. Yeah. There ain't nobody fucking around over there. They, hey, You know, you give your hug. You say what you're doing. How was your day? They care about you. How's the kids? How's the wife? How's the, You know what I mean? How's work? See, so
1: a gang member would act like they only get that in the gang. Yeah. And you just clearly described that you get that in the gym. I get you that get the- that at work. You get yeah. that. Yeah. You get that everywhere, so you don't need to be locked up. You don't need to be under anyone's control. And no. man, I'm saying this because I want you to have this conversation in your brain, in this video to watch when you feel tired, when you feel like, oh, man, you know what I mean? I might slip up tonight. I might go do
0: something because those thoughts still. Oh, they come across my head every day. Okay. It's it's a, it's a demon that I have and I battle. My girl will tell you about. I fight that motherfucker daily, dog. I yeah. fight him every day, you know, like. There's days where I'm just like, I'll just get up and I'll just start like, he's coming, you know? Right. And I'm just like, and she'll be like, relax. And I'll be like, I can't. I, once you know that, that button goes off, it's hard for me to
1: turn it off. So what does it feel like to you when you say you wake up in the morning and then you feel like the demon's coming? That's a great way to put it, right? Because yeah. that's really what it is. The Bible says this fight is not of flesh and blood, but of no. powers and principalities. Yes. And, and things that we don't see, right? And and you don't see it, but you feel it.
0: Man, it's... uh. Like to say, the devil used to be an angel, right? Yeah. Now he became the devil, right. the second most powerful man. Judas was a disciple, right? right? Imagine that. Right. So we have those inner demons. Everybody has them. I don't care who you are. You can be the richest man in the world. You have something inside of you that haunts you. Everybody has them. Right. Something that you think you must have done wrong, or something you did. Or whatever it may be, something you were not happy with. You don't not, deserve this job. Yes, you're, you're not, not content. content to be free. Exactly, in this like of shit. yeah, like whatever. Whatever it may be, like in some of us, oh man, I'm gonna go have a beer. or oh, I'm gonna go get high to control to control those inner demons, you know. But that's the wrong way to go about things, you know. It's like that means you're scared. Yeah. Of finding out what's wrong with you, Now you're being a coward. You're being a coward, homie. Straight up, you're being a coward because I was a coward for so many years. I never, I don't even like to say it like that because I'm a man, I'm I'm this, I'm that. Hell nah, man. We are cowards and we can't face what we have inside of us because we're going to hurt the next person that comes into our lives, whether it be your wife, your kids, you're going to take it out on them. You're going to fuck up a good ass relationship because of your problems, your mental issues. Right? Yep. So now let's say you're done with that relationship. You're going to the next one. Same shit's going to happen because you're not getting fixed, man. Moving on is not going to help you. Fix yourself first.
1: It's like that saying, everywhere I go, there I am. You know, (laughs) and my mentor, Ed Cole, years ago told us the way you leave one situation is the way you'll enter the next so if you Dude. leave this relationship cheating, you're going to go into the next relationship at some point. It ain't going to change. It ain't changing until you face those demons. Yes. So how do you face them? Like, what do you do? In the middle of it, do you sit up? Do you have a conversation? Do you pray? Do you read a book? Do you watch a video? Because you don't drink anymore. You don't I do don't the drink. things that you don't, used to do to hide from it.
0: I don't consume drugs. I don't drink. I don't, uh, I get on my I, IG every morning. Right. Okay. And I talk. To whoever listens of what's going on in my daily morning. Dude, it's like I my love morning your ID talk.
1: post, man. That's good stuff.
0: Every morning I get on there. Every morning before work, I sit in my car and I give people what I feel inside my heart, what I'm going through, so you don't make the same mistakes I do.
1: What's your intro? What up? What up? What
0: up, though? What up, though? <laughs> yeah. what, up, though? what up, though? That's it. That's your. That's branding. Hey, you know it's crazy. In prison, you could hear me across the yard saying "What up, though?" Really? <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, you need to make a shirt. That says I should, that. huh? Yeah, no, make a shirt that says that. That's part of your brand. Yeah, because that brand was born in some, probably some bad times in your life. Yeah, but now you've carried it into good times. So yeah, you took what you know. If we're talking biblically here, what the devil meant for bad, and now it's good. Yeah, you're on social media. Every day. In your car, just chilling. What up though? And you give a thought. And these thoughts are very powerful thoughts because you've experienced a life that most people don't. I believe that's why you're resonating with people because we're interested. Yeah. We want to know. It's, we see all the TV shows like one 90 days in, right? I thought, I wonder if I went on 90 days in how I would do in there.
0: You know what I mean? Man, sometimes I laugh at these fools, you know? It's like, I was not even talking shit because I keep in contact with a lot of fools that have done like real time. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, you hear this fool, you know, like, this is a bunch of full of shit, you know, like, and it's like, let's just keep it real, dog, you know, I used to hate fools, and I'm I'm keeping it real. Yeah. You're in prison, you ask them what they run, or I'm a Christian. Dog, oh, you just got locked up. How in the hell are you a Christian? Don't use God to hide behind your fucking errors, don't me. Do you have a, you don't even own a Bible. Yeah. How can you say you're a Christian? And, like, you're not even – like, I understand, like, after so many years, fools convert inside. You respect that because you've seen what they've done and you've seen their struggles because you're there living with them. You're living with a bunch of men. And then – but fools that come in because they're scared, they want to pull that card. They're like, come on, dog. Like, keep it real, homie. You know, like, don't hide behind the Bible. You know what I mean? You're yeah. young. I'm going to leave that for the older folks. Yeah, learn, learn the lessons you're going to be learning here
1: when you really feel – Called at that time, that yeah. there ain't no denying. It's going yeah, to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You, you know? can't force it. I've talked to CEOs, several of them, who yeah. told me, man, you know, because we were going to do the ministry yeah. stuff. And yeah. he said, man, Clark, you know, the amount of guys I see that play this game, they come in here, they play Christian. And the minute they leave, they take that Bible that you gave them, they smack it on our desk, they walk out. We yeah. see them 30 days later because they did the same stuff that got them in here that half of them are faking it and i realized that yeah. after a while they are but it was never my job to validate anything i just went in there with a message yeah. whoever heard it heard it you know buddy just farted
0: bro you smell that he's just yeah. killed it man. yeah <laughs> i didn't want to say that i was like damn i think i, get, I got it all <laughs> i was like damn that fool. what'd you eat <laughs> god damn that's just strong. It smells like the porta potty. <laughs> so what would
1: happen if we were in the cell oh, and I busted my
0: ass like that? Oh man, we probably throw hands. <laughs> Straight up, we probably throw hands dog. Most likely we'll throw hands. Oh,
1: that's funny. Common my buddy's curtesy- a dog, man. Hey.
0: Common courtesy is if you're gonna fart, you sit on the toilet and flush it. And flush it down. Yeah, don't if you fucking sit there and take a f- dog. Are you stupid? <laughs> right. Are you mentally ill? You know what I'm saying? Like have some respect, homie. Like, we don't do that, dog. Yeah. There's fools that once they get comfortable, they start doing that, but hey, excuse me. Right. I- I'ma sit down. We sit down to take a piss, you know? Yeah. And it's like a lot of people are like, oh, that's weird. Like, that ain't weird, homie. That's being clean. Yeah. Cause we gotta sit on there.
1: Dude, I i put my business out on the street. I sit down to pee right now, man. You know what I mean? I do. I, I, I think it's cleaner. I'm like I I don't care if anyone judges. No, me. I ain't no
0: woman. Think, you know what, what I mean? Think about it. Like you're in the cell, right? Yeah. It's two men. You got to sit down and take a piss, dog.
1: Otherwise, it's splashing stuff all over. Come on,
0: homie. Like, you, you eat there. You cook there. You do a bunch of stuff on that sink. You wash. Like, we all sit on the toilet and take all the water out and clean the inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we wash there, dog, you know? We use it for a lot of things. We don't spit on the on the, the sink. On the sink. Yeah. We spit on the toilet. Like, when you brush your grill, yeah. you, fl- you flush it. You don't spit on the sink, dog. Little things like that, like, you know, in people's dumb time, you know? Yeah. You don't do that shit. You work. See, I'd be good right? in prison
1: because I'm that way. When I use my sink at home, yeah. I take a towel, I wipe it out. There's no signs of water in there. Yeah. If I see anything on my toilet, man, I clean it out. I don't care if it's mine or somebody else. But I'm thinking to myself, if I see that, yeah, you saw that. Yeah. And I don't know how you walked out of here without doing something about that, yeah. especially if you were the
0: one who did that. Man, I, I used to have a bad habit when I first got out the first time. Being like that like real like clean but then after the years like my people would be like you gotta relax dude and sometimes i just throw shit on the floor now just to s- see if i can let it be yeah it works yeah. you know what i mean you gotta break that cycle it's hard man it like is what
1: happened to me when i came out of marine corps boot camp i remember people will tell you after like your first time being locked up you come yeah. out and they're like damn dude you're not the same exactly yeah. that's yeah. why they put me in there so i wouldn't be the same yeah i joined the marine corps I wasn't meant to come back the same. I was meant to come back squared away, disciplined, confident, and all of that sort of stuff. So, so the little 17-year-old Clark uh, that came back three years later came back was beast. a
0: different version. Came back a beast, right? Yeah. You know what they did? They mentally broke you down. That's what they do. Prison is the same shit. Yeah. Like, if you want it. There's so many good things about prison. If you go do your time and come home, if you grasp what you've learned. And use it on the streets, it's going to work. Like, let's say, for instance, when you drink, you can't drink outside yourself for us, you know? Like, we can't be drunk on the tear. Okay. We'll get in trouble. Yeah. So, it's like on the streets, you go drinking, you're not going to drive, right? So, little fundamentals like that, they're beneficial because if they catch you drinking outside yourself, you're going to probably get boobobbed, you know? Yeah. It's like, they're real strict, huh?
1: That they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. idea. So I got an idea here. Yeah. In European countries, Italy, for example, yeah. when you turn 18, you have to do two years yeah. in the service, in yeah. the military service. The United States should have options. Yes. When you turn 18, you can go in the military for a couple of years. You could go to a trade school for a couple of years, or you could go to jail for freaking six months. You Dumb. know what I mean? You, you get some form of training because- on some level, they're the same. Like yes. we just Marine Corps. It's about discipline. It's about being a better person. It's yeah. about not messing up anymore. It's about not thinking of yourself all the time. Yeah, you know.
0: I I think that would be great, man. You know, because uh, at eighteen, you're still on the fence about a lot of things. You know, and it's like you figure if you join some type of branch in the military, at least from my my opinion, I think it'll be beneficial, whether you like it or not. You still have you still have you are given four years of something's going to help you in the long run, whether you stay or not. You got four years invested of something's going to help you on the long run. They'll give you money for school, whatever they do, right? But you're already known. You you gave them four years. You'll be, what, 22, 23?
1: Still don't know what you want.
0: You still don't know, but now you have something to fall back on. Yep. If you're not undecisive, you can enlist again. And you can learn something. There's so many things. I think it's so good. Like, I wish I could have done it, but, you know, I chose prison. I, I I met so many military dudes when I was young, when I was in prison. They used to tell me, damn, you would have been a good soldier. Yeah. They used to tell me when I was young, you know?
1: Well, you were a soldier, but in a different
0: Yeah, way. in a different way, you know, but, like, because I was always so disciplined. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never, you never see me running around, like, doing stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, I've, always, I've always read. Like, my favorite uh, author was Nicole Machiavelli. Okay, yeah. You, you heard of The Prince? Uh huh. My favorite quote I'm not at law for all, I'm only at law for me and my kind. To run with me, you have to be a Swiss feet and strong bones. I enjoy the festivities as much as war. Love that verse.
1: What does it mean to you? What is it? To me? Mean? Yeah.
0: It means not everybody's gonna be built like you. In the time of peace, enjoy it, go out, have fun. But when it's time to go, it's time to go. You put your line in the sand and somebody crosses it, you take them. Yeah. There's no hold, no holds bar. If I'm being good and you can come to show up my peace, why do I got to be good to you?
1: So how do you do that now without violating or without doing something wrong? Because the old version of you would have handled things in a different way when way someone different. crossed that line. Yeah. So how do you manage that inner beast? Because really it's just sleeping. It's not gone away. Oh, you nah. put it to rest, it's he's, there. He's right there. Yeah, it could wake up. So yeah. you have to be smart yeah. to not activate that part of you to leave You know, the family and all of what you've worked so hard to create for yourself.
0: Honestly, for me, for me is going to my meetings, I go to counseling, you, the gym, and I don't put myself in situations. Situations meaning I don't go to bars. And if there's like parties, events, I go with my family, with my girls. I don't go by myself. I get scared of going by myself. If my homies invite me somewhere, I don't go. Like last weekend, I was supposed to go to this event in L.A. with my homies. But it's. I thought about it. And I made an excuse not to go because there's always going to be a lot of alcohol. And just being with the people that I used to hang around with and so far and so on, I was just like, you know what? Uh, I made an excuse and I just took my girls out to uh, San Diego. You know, like, and I don't go out by myself, though. I always have my girls with me at all times.
1: How did you feel when you made that excuse? Did you feel like, oh man, ah, that's great. I did the right thing? Because you don't need to be honest with people
0: because no.
1: sometimes they're not ready to handle, like, yo, I can't handle it. I'm no, not there. they're they might not. Be,
0: Come on, man. You know? They think you're, they think, this is what I get a lot. They Oh, you think you're better now? No, I yeah. don't. You know, oh, you think you're better now? Or, uh, or you think you're too good? Or like, I'm just like, dog, a couple years ago, I would have fucked you up.
1: Yeah, see, the answer is, <laughs> I am better now. Yeah, yeah. I am better now. I'm yeah. not saying I'm better than you. No. But I am better now. And yeah. what that means to me is, I'm, I choose not to drink because you know what it's going to do.
0: Come yeah. on, man. You I, love
1: me, bro. <laughs> you know?
0: I start talking about like, when I get drunk, I start getting on this high horse of like, or in prison this. You know, I go to that little kid inside of me. That's childish, homie. You know, like, what 40-year-old man wants to be talking to these other fools about what I did in prison, you know? Or, like, well, what's going on on the streets? And I choose not to talk like that no more. So I try and be positive. Even though that man's still inside of me, like, there's days I want to get busy with somebody just to show them, like, look, doc, it ain't what you think, homie. Like, I'll put you in your place, you know? But then I'm like, I got my little girl. You know when my little girl hugs me? I, I love you, papi. I love you. And I, oh, my God, that shit melts my heart, you know? Like, I can't leave her again, dog. I can't leave her and my girls. My Talk girls being the world. That's, it that's is. the
1: ultimate form of selfishness. It right is,
0: there. dog. And it's like uh, I've never had a family, and now that I'm building one, it's the best thing for me. I would Even though, you know, it's rocky sometimes because of me, because I'm always making excuses or things I don't like. And it's like, why can't you fix that part, you know? And I fucking get so mad, dog. And I'm just like, why am I getting out of character? If somebody don't want to change for you, let it be. You do the changing. You lead by example. As a man, if you lead, if they don't follow, that's their loss. But if you do what you're supposed to do and do the right thing in your household financially, um, helping around the house, going to work, and doing your man duties as a father, as a partner... There shouldn't be no excuse. Whatever you ask, you shall receive. Right?
1: Absolutely. And if
0: somebody else doesn't want to put their part, well, maybe you should look somewhere else. But see, as a man, sometimes we get selfish and be like, that's our first outlet. Well, I'm going to leave. Nah, man, if you really love somebody, even though you broke them, because you broke them. We as men break our women. We break them, dog. Everywhere across the board, we fucking break them, homie. And sometimes we want to blame them when it's, they didn't do nothing wrong when you're the one that did everything to them. And we don't take responsibility. And then we still want to be like, why are you acting that way? But we did that to them. Right? And it's that's fucking being a coward. You men listen to this stuff right now, man? For real, it's being a fucking <laughs> coward, dude. Like, how many times you, you had your girl crying? How many times did you disrespect her by doing other shit you're not supposed to? And you still want to make it seem like it's her fault. When they cook, they clean, they're there for the kids, you know? And sometimes we're a little selfish and don't appreciate the little things they do for us. Yeah. It's understanding them and it's understanding ourselves as men. Once we learn, we learn to concept and understand that variable with them, you shouldn't have no issues.
1: Damn, bro, I'm calling my wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, We're, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. And I got a question for Cisco when we come back. When was the last time you had blood work done? Now I'm specifically talking to men because I know most women are going to take care of their health, but men, for some reason, don't want to go to the doctor. And the guys that I talk to in my coaching program typically haven't had their blood work done in a while. Let me tell you something. It's so important to understand what's going on in your blood. That's the only thing that can tell you where you're lacking in nutrients, what might be happening in your life that will never be figured out otherwise. So- This is the reason I've created a relationship with Merrick Health. Now, what we're going to do when you click on the link in the show notes is get you set up to have your blood work done. It's as simple as filling out a form and then going off to a a lab core or one of the places that we would send you in your town, local to you, takes you a few minutes. Listen, schedule it into your life because it's that important. I have a discount code for you. It's Clark. Just put that into the thing. You're going to save some money, and you're going to go get your blood work done. We're going to find out what's going on in your life, and hopefully there's nothing to be concerned about, but you won't know until you get it done. So fill out the form, book it, and make it happen. Okay, so during the break, Jim asked a question, and we're like, stop, hold up, man. We can't let any of this wisdom go by without everybody having the privilege of hearing it. So Jim, what was your question? I just wanted to know where all this wisdom that Cisco has is coming from. And would
0: you, You there's another part to the question.
1: Well, I just suspect it's because of the hardship that you've faced.
0: It is. And it's mostly because in my personal life, like I put my girl through hell, you know, I put it through. Sometimes it's embarrassing. You know, I really don't talk about it, but people that know us know what I've done, you know, and it's like. It's not regret no more because I can't fix what how I used to be. And like I told her and I told and I tell her every day, why would I if I put you through the worst in your life and my life, why can I give you the best of me now, you know? Now that I'm fixing myself as a man. Cause I've done so much hardship to her, the kids, and they've seen it. They seen the girls have seen it, you know? And it's like, why do I deserve them now you know
1: yeah so question and i i honestly want the answer for my own personal use and i think every man who's being honest realizes that he's done similar things to his wife because yes as a man we're married we're with someone for we're the most consistent male voice in their life so if we're doing stupid stuff yeah no wonder women are mad at men yeah. So when you're triggered, when you're angry yeah, and you're saying the things that you're saying, how do you pull yourself back and have this moment of clarity that you yeah. just had right now to, to adjust in the moment and not say you, you, you yeah. and realize that it was me, me, me that caused this reaction in her, her, her right now. Yeah.
0: Now, you know, there's days I slip. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I go off and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. And I walk out and I come back and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, like you had nothing to do with this. You are not at fault. It was me. I'm still dealing with my little issues. So you do that? you Because that's huge right there in yeah. itself. Hell yeah, I do that. Most guys would never do that. Oh man, you know what I do sometimes? I feel so bad. Like you want to go eat dinner? Or like I'll make breakfast yeah. on Sundays. I'll make their sleep and I'll go get a Starbucks and, make, and I'll make breakfast for my girls, you know? I do do that. And I don't do it every day. Right. But once in a blue moon, I'll make dinner or I'll cook or, like, stuff like that just to show them, you know. Because I'm not too, like, uh, responsible when it comes to stuff like that because I'm still learning. You know, I've never had a family, you know. And it's like I don't want to miss out on my opportunities anymore. And I wouldn't want my girl going somewhere else anymore, you know. It's like, well, she got me. Why in the hell you got to go somewhere else for when I can fix these little issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, why do I need pleasure from anywhere else when I have it at home? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's lines that we need to know to have with our partners and like what lines we shouldn't cross. If they tell you something, you might as well respect it because you're living with them. You know what I mean? Sometimes we say stuff and as men, because we're so brute, that we don't understand why they get mad. Right? Right? Guilty as charged. Come on, dog. Like, sometimes we say shit and they're like, did you just say that? And you're like, what? But we're so used to being men. We don't know how to, like, turn off that little switch, dog. And it's like, sometimes we got to show our women how much we appreciate them with little-ass things. Dude, my wife says that to me all the time. She goes,
1: it's just the way you talk to me. Yeah. You know, you say it with, like. Yeah, just, you know, and and it's so- Disrespectful. Yeah. And it is. rude, and it it hurts. And I'm like, I'm just answering you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was busy around this and that and the other thing. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's sobering to sit here and realize that, you know, you're guilty as charged, and I am, and I, like you, work hard to fix that. So what I'm trying to do now is if I'm working- Yeah. You know, because I work from home, so it's yeah. it's it's not like your wife follows you to the steel yard and she's seeing you carrying around rebar. I, oh, I'm at home, so it's hard to separate. Yeah, work. So if I'm working and she walks in, he's like, "Oh my God, look at the birds in the backyard." And I'm like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I justify that. And yeah. It's not right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could take two That's seconds. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, I'm right in the middle of something. So, what I try and do is face my knees towards her. Yeah. Instead of turning around like this and answering real short, I try and turn around, face up, and listen. Yeah. Even I, I might not be caring yeah. at all in my brain. Yeah. But I'm at least letting her have the luxury of talking to me. At least you're nodding. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm nodding. That's, that's real talk, you know? But yeah. And, and she knows I don't care about the birds. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, I know you don't care about this, but, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's okay. That's a really
0: good sign to pay attention. Yeah, like she wants you to to listen to her right now. She just wants to tell you, right? Because she's excited. Exactly. And sometimes you're just like, dude, babe, I'm not excited about the shit you're excited over. Come on now, you know, be real. <laughs> just accept me, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's
1: that give and take thing. It's yeah. like, Okay, I can turn around for 13 seconds and, yeah. and look at the video of the little birds in the backyard. Yeah. And say, oh, that's so cute, you know, and and turn back around and go to work.
0: You know, you know what's funny? You say that like the other night. She was telling me about some gossip. And I looked at her and I was like, you, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Dude, you know what I'm trying to do with my life? I don't care who got beat up or why they got beat up. That's none of my business. You know what I mean? Are you? And I get so disrespectful because I'll be like, what, you like the fool or what? Like, then I'm like, oh, man, I fucked up. But like, why are you telling me about something that got nothing to do with us? I don't care. That's not my business. You know what I mean? Like, don't you see what I'm trying to do with our lives? Like, we're in a whole different, like, mindset now. That's little kid shit. Like, when people try and bring gossip and shit like that, I'm like, dude, leave that shit alone, homie. Like, I don't care. Don't use my name. Don't put me. I'm not involved. Keep me out of it. I don't care.
1: Yeah. The best way to handle those things, I think, I've been dealing with that myself, is I try not to, in like, There are things that I'll see like online and I want to remark about it, but it's just gossip. It is, dog. So I choose not to say anything. And actually today I slipped up a little bit. I said, yeah, I had to stop following that person. Yeah, And it gave my wife an opening to say what she's always wanted to say. So she jumped in real quick and said something. And then I noticed it. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I said, let's. And then at the same time, and I feel really good about this in our relationship. At the same time, we both said, ah, forget it. Yeah, it it ain't worth it. We don't want to like talk down about this person because we actually love them, but it's just like yeah, I'm not into the way they live. I don't need to engage in it every day, you know.
0: Nah, you don't. You know. You know what it is, Clark. Sometimes, like, uh, you know where you're going, where your life is at, and some people don't deserve that. It's like not not everybody deserves your your feedback. You can give people your ear but not everybody deserves your feedback, you know? Cause it's a waste of time. Some people never understand what you're trying to do with your life. or What are you meant to do? What's your purpose? Yeah. We know what your purpose is. We know, I understand what you're doing. He understands what you're doing. The people that follow you, the people that work with you understand that's why they come to you because there's something about you that helps them live their daily lives, dog because you're like a mentor you're a fitness dude you, you're helping them have a better living better way of life and people will hit on that every day dog you know what I'm saying people are so envious sometimes it's like instead of wanting to see you win they want to see you lose and that's real shit and you're just like damn dog like I gotta pay you money to have a conversation with me I'm gonna pay you shit so don't make it seem like we're cool then later on you're gonna ask me some, for some cash you know it's like set the boundaries first. Right. You know what I mean? D- did you think with that being said, did you think at some point
1: when you and I first met, yeah, that I was going to come along the process in any at any time uh-huh. and say, "Hey bro, for me to coach you and work with you, it's going to be
0: X amount of money." Did you no, have any fuck thought of that? Dude, you know what's crazy? You're the only one. Okay. Everybody else is more like uh they throw their little they throw that little hook, you know? Right, like giving you a bump of cocaine real quick. Hey, dog, <laughs> I'm a state baby. Your, li- your liquor store dry ain't going to work with me. <laughs> I'm, I can see it coming, homie. Yeah. And I just kind of like, because I'm trying to change so much, I try just to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, But I see when they're throwing their hooks, dog. You know, when they throw the fishing line. Like, you ain't going to hook this, homie. Yeah. You know, it's like, verbally, you're not going to win. You know what I mean? Structurally, politically, you're not gonna win, dog, because I know what you're doing, and it's like it's like endgame. And if it's you mean, well, people will come to you, dog. You don't have to fucking throw hooks out there, you know. Right. And With you, it's always been like you're the one who goes, "Why haven't you called me?" Every time you see me, "Why haven't you called me?" I'm like, "Oh shit, my bad, Clark." <laughs> and I tell people like my 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 homie, he goes, "Man, you know Clark?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, he's actually my friend, you know. He's like he's like a mentor to me. And sometimes when I see him, I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't called him, you know. (laughs) And I feel bad, but, like, I don't like to bother people, you know. And it's like maybe because I've been on my own for so many years. I've been by myself. I've been engaged by myself, you know. It's like I've never had resources to the outside world like my mom or my brothers. I've been by myself. So, like, I hate to ask or check on people. But I know that's a problem I have. I need to lead on people now because I have them. I have you. I have so many other people too. And it's just like, I don't know if it's pride or just selfishness or because I'm so used to being locked up on my own and fighting my own way when I'm locked up that I don't need nobody's help. But in society, you do, dog.
1: Yeah, it's a mixture of all of those. It is, it's homie. It's, it's all of that. And we're all guilty of that because... It's just part of the human existence yeah you know and the thing i loved what you said about sniffing out someone's hook and knowing when they're coming out that's that's the good thing about prison right is it helps oh, you with that right you dog. come out and it's like i already got that one figured out i know what that one's about you
0: dog, know? all those tattoos and all this shit people put on them sometimes like all that war paint don't mean nothing yeah you know it's like all these tattoos don't mean nothing man it's the way you are at the end of the day your presentation With the next man. How you present yourself with the man. Your aura. How you are. Your mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? Everything we do. When we interact. You'll know. What's fake. And what's real. And you can't hide that. You can fucking say all this rah-rah shit. And it don't matter. Because if you're real. And you're authentic. And you're doing it out of your heart. Like one thing I learned in prison. If it feels like it's right. It's going to be right. Follow your heart. Because, you know, they ask you to do things sometimes. You're over here like, oh, shit. Like you're questioning shit, right? Right. And then you got the older fools be like, hey, dog, if you feel like it's the right thing to do, do it. If it's not, don't do it. But don't commit yourself. Don't say yes and not end up doing it. If you say yes, go full throttle. If you say no, it's a no. Yeah,
1: let your yes be a yes. Yes. It's simple.
0: It's simple, dog. There's no half-ass. A lot of people have that shit. Come on, come on. (laughs) Most people. So
1: I I said I wanted to ask Cisco a question after the break. And and the question is this. And the more I sit here and look at you and listen to you, it only helps me confirm, and I know this in my spirit. Yeah. When are you going to start getting out and speaking? Because you have a gift. You have a calling. And God's plan for you at this stage of your life is to get out And share this message. And it doesn't need to be just prison, prison, glorifying that. You've got something deeper in you that was like really birthed and grown up in there. Now it's time to bring it outside. Yes. You know? Yes. So when and how and what will be your first... I mean, you're doing it now. So it's not like you haven't done it already. You're doing it in this moment. Okay. So how do we take this outside of these walls and get you in front
0: of kids that can see and feel and touch, because that's where I see you going. You know, you know it's funny you say that. Before, I wanted to be like a coach, right? Mm-hmm. And now I don't. I want to inspire people, man. I want to sit in front of people, talk to them, see them. I want to learn how to speak better without the cussing, because I cuss a lot. <laughs> and I want to just change people's lives in a perspective that, look, dog, there's no excuse, because everything you think you've done, I've done it. You know what I'm saying? You can check my paperwork, and they'll tell you. Yeah. Black and white, paperwork don't lie, you know? And my ten, my toes have always been 10 toes down, you know, all the time. I've kept it solid, and it's never going to change, you know? And it's like, but it's not even about that anymore. It's about getting into kids, grown-up men, elders, whoever may listen. It's never too late to do the right thing, you know? And it's never late to start. And excuses... Everybody has them, you know. It's if you really want it, you're gonna go get it, dog. You're gonna get it done. So I really want to talk, but I just don't have the resources yet or the outlets to go talk to people, you know. No, I you st- do,
1: you do. I do. <laughs> you do. One hundred percent. Anyone could call the Toastmasters or the Lions Club or these. Yeah speaking organizations yeah. that are there yeah. to have people come through and speak. Yeah. So it's simply a matter of picking up the phone or me looking in this camera right now and saying, hey, listen, if there's anyone out there, I don't care what you are, if you're a real estate developer, if you have a an office that you need people motivated and encouraged and you need to get their attention. I can do it for you. Right here. Right here's the man. I so I need it. you to, I need you to, we're going to get his, all of his contact info at the end here, but I am asking right now, I don't want to go off and do it. I would rather have him come off and do it because I think his message right now is a powerful one that needs to be heard. So let's make it happen. I think, you know, as a mentor yeah, and someone who sees in you what you don't see in you, like you can see in me what I don't see in me. It, yeah. It's it's a mutual thing it is. that I want to encourage you to go down that path because I understand the power of it. I've stood in front of You know, I started in front of 10 people and I've stood in front of 10,000. Yeah. I've been around all of them and they're all equally as important. Yeah. The amount of people in a room doesn't make the message any better or worse. It just makes it that room for that day. And something you said earlier, when I asked you a question, you said, you mean right now today, right now today, all that matters is right now today. Yeah. Right now, today is like this moment is the only moment that exists in me and you and Jim's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the only thing that's going to disrupt it is if Buddy farts again and just messes up. Man, that fool
0: knocked knocked it out the park. (laughs) That was powerful. (laughs) I was like, damn. I was like. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I did it. I was just like, I was over here toasty. (laughs) We keep it real on getting this. Yeah, man. I was (laughs) like, damn, this fool.
1: He's just laying right there knocking it out. (laughs) So what's on your heart, man? if, If you were going off to speak somewhere right now, what would be the message? What would, like, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, for out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. What's overflowing
0: out of your heart? Recovery. Recovery, man, recovery, 100%, how to manage it. Because, you know, we all have issues. Everybody has issues, like I've always been saying. Like I said earlier on my IG, I'm repetitive because I feel like we have to be repetitive so it can stick in our heads, you know. And uh, it's just managing. Every little trauma you've ever had, learn how to manage it, man. Learn the details of it. What's the issue? What causes it? How are you going to fix it and find a solution, right? Love yourself so much that you can take care of those things for yourself. Because once you learn how to love you and what you stand and what you mean in this world, everything will fall in place, man. No questions asked. You don't got to look for love. Love will come to you. It's like people are so desperate for seeking shit. I'm just like, damn, dog, fix yourself first. Because I was broken. Everybody's been broken. Even if you got even tapped a little sliced, just a little broken, you can fix it, homie. But some people just sit there and ponder on that. It's an abyss. It's a fucking hole, dog. Learn how to live outside that abyss, you know? We live. We're free. We have one shot at this life. Fucking make it happen. Make it happen, homie. Straight up. Bro, man. I'm
1: (laughs) freaking Jim. You feeling that vibe all the way over there? Yes. Jeez, man. Look, you got a gift and, and you need to accept it yeah. and, and own it. And I love what you said about loving yourself. I one of my new coaching clients that I'm working with is big influencer. Yeah. I just I you know, what you're saying is coming from your gut and your feeling. Like you instantly said recovery. I was talking to this kid this morning. I said, Here's your homework for today. I just want you to go look in the mirror and say, I love me some me. That's right. You know? And, yeah and if we can't say that, it's hard to have those conversations. Yeah and deal with the traumas because you feel like you deserve that trauma. You feel like, you know, for whatever the reason was, but if if we start with self-love, that's the way to really heal everything. And then what's that going to do? It's going to make you treat your woman better. It's going to make you treat your kids better. It's going to make you do your job better. You ain't going to go off and and drink again. Like, man, there's so many ancillary benefits from that, man.
0: When I was so like in my addiction, I can come home. My baby can be crying. I'll fucking run out the house, high as fuck. Lupe will tell you straight up. I'll come home. I'll be arguing with her, high as fuck, dog. My little girl will be right there, and I'll just run out the door, run out the door, not giving two fucks. Yeah. I'm being real, dog. Like, hey, that's what we want here. You brother. know what I mean? And it's like, and it's like that's what's made me so like, like controlled now, like so like level, because yeah. I will run out the house, dog. Fucking break anything inside, crash my car, do anything. <laughs> I'll beat somebody up just to beat them up, you know? And like, uh, I put hands on people, you know? That's what I do. So it's like, now, I walk out, the, like the other day, not too long ago, not the other day, maybe a couple months ago, uh, some fool was outside, I guess. You probably heard us arguing. I said, what's up, boy? He's a military dude outside my house. I was like, what's up, boy? Like, you lost? I mean, you don't want none of this. And I was like, damn. I shouldn't have said that. You know what I mean? That would have got froggy. It would have been over with, you know? I would have to put it down. But it's like, it's like, because I were arguing, you know? It's like little shit like that. I'm like, God damn. My anger got me. What did he say when you? He didn't say shit. Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> just turned around and walked away. He just to like, looked at me like, I was like, okay. But like. Did you apologize to him afterwards? Have you seen I haven't seen again?
0: him. I haven't seen them, but when I do, I am. Like at work the other day, it's funny. A carpenter I've known for years. He goes, "What's up, Cisco? How many bodies you got now?" And because my eyes used to get be like black, and I looked like I was on one, you know. Like people were like, "What's up with your eyes?" <laughs> and I'll be like, "What?" <laughs> now you see my little girl's eyes? They look the same, way. they're fucking huge. But uh, nah, man, it's funny. And he looked and he goes, "Hey, you look like you're happy." I was like, "Yeah, dog, I'm sober." You know, like, I'm not running around the – I used to run around that rebar like crazy. But um, it feels good, you know, because people recognize it. Yeah. You know, some people are going to hate it, it. I pay no mind to it. Like, you're going to bought it anyway, you know.
1: They're going to hate what? You improving? Yeah. Those are the people who want to hold you back and keep you – You know what I mean? it's
0: like – and it, it's funny because when it happens, I, I, talk to, I talk to my IG and I get on camera and I fucking say what I'm feeling, you know. Right. And I'm just like, I still can't believe like people would complain about how bad he used to be. But when you're doing good, it's like, damn, you still got something to say.
1: Right.
0: If I'm not asking you for a handout, why why are you speaking on this? Instead of being like, damn, man, you're doing good. You're showing our people that we can. it can be done. You can't fucking get, but if you're doing it, you want the credit. Oh, you got this, you got that, but you want people to talk. You ain't doing it though. I'm risking whatever I got going in my life. Just to get on, just to show people that it can be done. Cause I want to help people, you know. And it's like, you can't fucking give no credit. Like I don't need your credit. But the thing is, like, at least fucking don't hate on somebody, man. Don't fucking be envious, you know. Yeah. That's some that's some negativity shit, dog.
1: How many people have you had to let go from your former life that you are just like? I don't even talk to that a anymore. lot.
0: A lot. Yeah. You know, and, like, I don't even talk to my brother or my sister really or my parents like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, somebody reached out and said, man, you got to make amends with your mom. And I was like, yeah, and it's like, or your daughter. But it's like, I'm not going to fight a battle that I can't win, you know. You don't know
1: when it's time.
0: I have a little girl that loves me. I have a family. I have other girls that they're my stepdaughters, but they're my daughters, you know, they're mine. I don't even like saying they're my stepdaughters, you know, but they're mine. They're my girls. And that's all the love I need, you know, what I got at home because they make me happy.
1: It'd be nice to reconcile with your mom at some point. I don't know what the situation is, I, I you know, but just knowing you know, where my mom at is at in the stage yeah. of her life and it's someday, you know, she ain't going to be around no more. I know. And it sucks to have regrets. Like, ah, I wish I would have. It wasn't that big of a deal.
0: You know, I try. I still, like, send little texts or, like, you know, but it's like at this point in my life, I'm not going to rush nothing no more. You know, right. I'm not going to force anything with nobody.
1: So is it her not wanting to?
0: It's, maybe- it's mostly, I think it's me sometimes, okay. you know, where I just, uh, I could go, but I don't go. And then it's like, I got my other daughter, you know. What
1: keeps you from going? So if it's if it's not her and it is you, and you know there's an opportunity and you could go over there, what what stops you?
0: I think it's my pride, man. You know, because uh when I sliced my arm uh, and I got hit by the, the truck, I was at their house, you know, and uh, I damaged the whole house. Uh, after I got hit, I was like in my sling, my face cracked, my nose, my teeth, and I cut my hand, you know, and uh, uh, no, I cut my hand before uh, that same day, actually. Uh, she told my dad, hey, I'm not going to go in the house if he's there you know and I was like damn dude I just got almost got killed by a truck and I can't recover at the house so I fucking destroyed the whole house dog wow I fucking destroyed it the blood that was in my hands I smeared it all over the walls I was just in a bad that's so what I tell people you've never been in a dark place I've been in a dark place I smeared blood all over the kitchen the bathroom I called Lupin, like, hey, I think I cut my hand off. I can see my bone right here, right? On yeah, my so ligaments. You,
1: when, you, when you ran through the plate glass, well, tell the yeah. story so people know the context. Because we didn't talk about this last time. I got
0: hit a week so, before that in the truck. I was trapped in the car and I got hit. So
1: how? Were you running? Or? No, I
0: was in my car. And uh, I got in an cash with somebody. And they found me. They did a pit maneuver on me. The car went like in a 360 into a house. I put it on my IG and it shows the newspaper clip. This fool kept running into me. So after he kept running into me, I saw a white light. Though. I had like an out-of-body experience. My, my Lupe was pregnant with our baby. And uh, I saw a little girl. But then when I woke up, somebody picked me up. And I said, hey, they tried to kill me. And I fell, I fell off. And I had glass all over my face. And uh, they took me to the hospital. I had a concussion. All this shit was smashed. All this shit was broken. And uh, that week, my dad was like, hey, you have to leave. I'm fucking can't even move or eat, dog. He goes, you have to leave. And I was like, what? And I sat there and I looked at him. I said, I ain't fucking leaving, homie. I told him like that. I ain't fucking leaving. This is my house. He goes, your mom says you can't come here. I said, dude, I almost got hit, homie. like, the fuck's your problem? That's how I got at him, you know? So I think they were giving me uh they they gave me morphine and uh at the hospital cause the pain and I think uh they gave me some other pills that are close to morphine prescribed, and I got drunk, and I fucking ran through the house dog. it's in the paperwork you know yeah. like uh and I fucking cut my hand, and I sat there and I bled out.
1: So you ran through the plate glass window?
0: Yeah, and I fucking... And it
1: came down, like, almost chopped your arm off?
0: If I didn't have a bone, it would have ran through my whole hand. Yeah. I, just, I cut out my ligaments on the top of my hand, and uh, I passed out. I guess how the sheriff says they found me crying in my bathroom. I was crying. I was crying, and uh, he said I was talking in sign language, like in prison. Okay. And that I was laughing. Wow. But, like... Uh, I called Lupin, I said, hey, man, like, I was talking shit, and I passed out. While you were bleeding? And when I was bleeding, I put I put my head under hot water, and I fucking started. And uh, I, I guess I passed out, and if not, I didn't call the cops. I fucking passed out a week later after I got hit. And wow. then I ended up in prison a week after that. All sewn up? And- nah, no, nah, did I didn't get reconstructive surgery after six months after my incarceration. So my hand used to dangle like this. Wow! It still does a little bit like this. So like I would just flop, and I didn't know what was wrong with my hand. I did not know what was wrong with my hand till like uh, I like after I recovered because they broke my shit. The the sheriffs they uh after they handcuffed me they kicked me in the back and I fell straight on my f- face and I. Split my whole shit. Wow. Lost my teeth and everything. And they dragged me in and I sat in the holy tank for three days, you know? And um that all happened within a two weeks back, dog. Fucked up, huh? And uh I, I didn't want to go to I didn't want no medical attention because that's the beliefs we have, you know. So I shot there and then when I like I woke up, I was my hand just was like this. And I was like, damn, what hell, the hell's wrong with my hand? Ah, it's probably injured, you know, from the cut. So they just stitched up this top part. They never connected my tendons back. Uh They just stitched me up. Uh So I didn't know what was wrong. So then I went to uh I put a medical ducket in just to see what was wrong with my hand. And they told me, hey man, your ligaments are cut off. (laughs) For real. They told me I was like, no wonder my hand don't work. (laughs) Yeah, and so the doctors made an appointment. They're like, "Dude, what the hell's your problem?" I was like, "Nobody told me." I went to the I went to the emergency room. I don't know why the doctors didn't stitch me up. They they should have they should have they said they should stitch you up that day. They should have put you under the knife and uh, stitch your ligaments. They knew they were cut off. They didn't they didn't do nothing. They just stitched up the the scar.
1: So that so
0: that was the last
1: time you were at your mom's house. Uh, yeah. So that was how long ago? Like five years ago, six years ago. Really? So it's been five since you've had a meaningful conversation with your mom.
0: Like we text here and there and like I'll go see her, but we've never really talked about what happened.
1: So how do you breach that conversation? How do you make that happen? Because if it's pride, you need to get over the pride. Yeah, I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's on you because you were the one acting like an asshole. I did. Your mom was just fearing for her life. Okay,
0: exactly, dog. That's exactly. Yeah, Yeah, you're right.
1: She was just, you know, hey, I can't have my boy kill me because. Oh,
0: dude, you're so right. I'll be hurt.
1: He'll be back in jail for (laughs) more. I know him. I'm gonna stay away. Please tell him to leave, honey, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. We just gotta do this
0: because repeating shit. (laughs) Yeah, bro, you nailed that shit in the head, dog. Okay, so.
1: How do I, so that's that's another thing that I think is important and, you, and that's you know you'll figure it out yeah. when it's time to be figured out but wow 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 <laughs> yeah. wow bro you're coming back again're <laughs> we doing this again we're doing more stuff. Give everyone your IG your Instagram, whatever you want to give them and listen somebody I'm, I'm gonna put it out there in the world right now I'm going to prophesy this somebody is going to get a hold of Cisco and you're going to have him. You know, if it's out of the state, you know, we get the PO's approval. You fly him out. You pay him actual money to do it. You let this man come in and speak. You know, a laborer is worthy of his hire. This guy's message needs to be heard. Even though he's not a professional speaker, he has a message that is better than a lot of these people who have rehearsed bullshit that's being said (laughs) over and over and over again. (laughs) If you didn't feel today, you ain't got no damn soul. That's all I'm trying to say. So give all your info on how people can follow you.
0: You can find me, uh, see me, Luciano Fit, on IG, and that's about it. Okay, so we're going to
1: post that up on there because last time we didn't spell it right the first time. Any final thoughts as we end this? I'd be foolish not to give you the platform to say anything. You can look right straight there in your camera and speak to the world, bro.
0: Don't let your losses determine your future. Every day is a battle. Let your W's be small, daily, because they will become bigger. And capitalize on what you want. Manif- manifest on what you want. Believe in what you want. And if there's something you want, it doesn't matter the struggle, but I tell you from the bottom of my heart, it will happen. Let, let, let that birth that you wanna create in your life, let it be born and you'll be okay. Powerful
1: words from a powerful man. I love this brother. I love, love, you, love you too. I appreciate dog. you, man. Love Thanks you so bro. much. As always, get busy living and make it a great day.
0: Woo! Wow.
1: Damn. That was powerful, bro. That was better than last time. <laughs> that was better than last time. <laughs> <laughs>